describe the movie in 30 seconds go oh shit uh okay uh, very dude, easy gotta, one go go gotta, go go i will i wasn't timing son of a bitch <laughs> no it's it's cool it's cool go keep going keep going all right 10 vampires seconds move to a town that has 30 days of night very good very Vin- nice I, I even snuck the title in there well, well, well i was not timing that but we'll call it 36 seconds sure because i, I feel like being a dick <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. Right. <laughs> it's 30 days a night. 30 days a night. Um, not... I, I had seen this one. This is the first one we've watched that I've actually seen before. Um, I had seen it once before, and it, uh, I did not remember shit from this movie. <laughs> I like watching it for the first time. I remembered liking it a lot more the first time around. It's not bad. I, I really like parts of it, but yeah. Yeah, overall, um, I love the way this movie started. I was like, yes. I was all in at the beginning, and I don't even really know when it hit me that I wasn't enjoying it as much as I thought I would. Um, I, I, I actually wrote down in my notes that the first third of the movie feels like it's directed by somebody completely different (laughs) well the first yeah like actually i think it was it was it was definitely the it seemed like it had it was really well thought out like um at the beginning there was just so many little things that they did that they showed you that kind of prepared you for what was to come and i i really liked that like it 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 didn't hold your hand but it definitely like gave you a reason to believe that yeah okay i understand why this is a problem you know that these people can't get away from you know like it it just it definitely felt like a smart movie to begin with and then just got progressively dumber (laughs) I don't even know if dumber is the right word. It, it was just less remarkable. Everything just kind of like blends together towards the end. That's fair. Yeah, maybe you might. That's probably a better way. Like to put it. the the f- the first third of the movie, I I even wrote down in my notes. Like I I didn't take me- very many notes for this one. I was just kind of sitting there along for the ride, I guess. Yeah. Even though towards the end it didn't really feel like a ride, it felt more like sitting on the couch watching a brick wall. But <laughs> it, it didn't feel like a ride anymore. It felt more like a tour. Like yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. hit it these was... points, and you were you know exactly what's coming. Yeah, and it it was interesting still some points. Some of it because yeah. just like a real tour. Yeah, that's a really good analogy actually. Yeah. Um, but in my notes I wrote, lighting is great. Um, the uh, cinematography is fantastic, and then ba- I'm I'm just gonna say as soon as they get in the attic is when it starts to get pretty bland. Cause... Yeah, that's definitely the point where it feels like more of a okay, I've seen this before type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. 
and I, I actually told you this before we started, but I think of this as a zombie movie with vampires in it. Yeah. And it, it absolutely is. <laughs> it That's it's fair. all the it, it hits all of the uh, the beats of a zombie movie basically. Sure. They're like they're they're hiding out in one place. Uh, they're trying to get to other places. They're are things outside trying to get them somebody gets bitten somebody gets turned they have to kill people they love the classic zombie movie stuff just with totally. vampires instead yeah um the best part of the movie is the vampires themselves i, I was... really liked them okay well, all right so should we, we we usually start out with like a brief synopsis of the movie i know you gave me the 30 second thing in the beginning but we should probably yeah. talk a little bit more about like the characters um, okay fine fine <laughs> maybe not i mean i don't no, know I... no no yeah you're right you're right <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh we got josh hartnett and uh others in this movie <laughs> It's definitely one of those where it's like you don't know who these people are. No, no, I knew Blonde Chick. Yeah, but I mean, what was her name? Blonde. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Josh Hartnett's lover. <laughs> jo- Joshette. Ooh, Josh and the Joshette. Drake and Josh. Her name was Drake. <laughs> okay. Um, Josh Hartnett plays uh, the sheriff of this small Alaskan town uh, that is about to go into basically a month-long lockdown uh, because the way the Earth's rotation works is during the winter there are 30 days of straight night time. Um, and so uh, the sun does not come up for 30 days and the town is basically cut off. Like they don't have anybody in or out uh, for that amount of time. And vampires decide, uh, yeah, that sounds like an all-you-can-eat buffet. So let's go there. You know, yeah. They were, they were just sitting around one night trying to decide where they wanted to go eat. And one guy pulls <laughs> up, you know, uber eats and he's like guys this place is all you can eat and there's no sunlight let's go this was catered for us and we got a man with bad teeth to drive us there yeah what, right. what was his deal there was a guy there was a guy yeah. who wanted to become a vampire he was like the the fledgling no not fledgling the the familiar, I think they're called. Yeah. Um, he, he wants to become a vampire, so he's like their slave. And he does whatever they want. And so he brings them to, or he tells them about the place. Or I'm he guessing. brings them there. They're, in the beginning, like the very first shots, he's leaving. He's walking away from a boat. So I think he brought him there in a boat. Yeah. I don't I know think. how one guy... <laughs> I don't know how one guy drove... Like, this is like a a cargo ship. Like, this is a huge boat. Mm -hmm. I don't know how one guy was driving that boat. Um, But, you know, whatever. Well, yeah, he had the the vampire cell. He had vampire cell. 
I guess, maybe. Yeah. Um, I want to know. So, okay, let's talk about the vampires because you said they were your favorite part of the movie. Just their their design I thought was super creepy and cool. I... Uh, I was totally on board with the vampires right out the gate because, A, when you first see them, they do look awesome. Like, they really are cool looking. Um, And, B, I like the fact that this movie has them speaking in a foreign language. Like, Mm -hmm. a language that... Ancient vampire language. Yeah, which I think is kind of smart. Not a lot of other movies do that. Um... Because, you know, these vampires have been around for centuries. Not all of them are going to be from the U.S. or even England. You know, Mm -hmm. speaking English as a language, like, it makes sense that they'd be speaking, like, fucking Aramaic or something, you know? Yeah. Sanskrit. (laughs) 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 Something like that. It wasn't even, like, a real language, was it? I don't know. It was... I think it was like a made up like I'm sure it was language. I'm sure it was made up, but you know, I think it makes sense to have them speaking something other than English. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Maybe like a mix of different languages. I mean, all languages I, are basically I, a mix of other ones, but Right. I also like um I like the fact that they speak that for most of the movie because putting yourself in the shoes of the survivors, you know, the people trying to survive in the town, you don't know what these fuckers are saying mm-hmm. to you, you know. Oh, yeah. You don't know. That's horrifying. Like not only are they attacking you and just slaughtering people by the hundreds here, they can't tell you why. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You don't get to know why. You don't get to know what's going on. Like that to me, that's just a horrifying thought. So I, I do applaud that. That is cool. They, um, that, that's that's the kind of things that they do in this movie. Is like they they do little things that you love. Yeah. And then, the, the but the, the the whole of the movie is very bland. Yeah. Um. The. I was going to say I personally loved the the design of the vampires at first but I think they kind of overstayed their welcome a little bit for me. Really? Uh, Yes. So I'll explain. They were creepy at first because they were moving so fast and they were, you know, you never really got a good look at them. You saw them tearing Mm -hmm. into people, but you didn't see them straight on. And then they just kept popping up and they weren't as, they started to look more to me like, uh, fucking dog with an underbite you know just really i didn't get that at all and just like a like a bulldog or something Mm -hmm. that you know can't breathe through its nose so they're just (sighs) yeah okay you know it just like it i don't know it started to look a little silly to me they were very like animalistic and i like they they weren't supposed to be human acting almost and like they, they weren't trying to blend in i i like that but i wish there would have been more shots of them maybe doing something because there was the, especially the leader guy the the main vampire dude that's like Hancho, yeah. yeah um there's so many shots of the movie of him just like staring at somebody with his wide eyes and his bulldog mouth like just okay yeah, yeah. 
You're right. You know, or like sl- he'll slowly turn around and like look at a person and he's just got this gaping mouth and just a blank expression in his eyes. Like it just, I don't know. To me, it looked like kind of, like I said, like a dog with an underbite or something. You're right. They, they didn't do a lot in the movie. No. But when they did do stuff, it was pretty cool. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I just wish there was a little more. You know, like these yeah, guys yeah, yeah. are intimidating. These are probably some of the more intimidating vampires you'll see in a movie. Um, you know, because they do just, they constantly have blood dripping from their mouth and they. Yeah, they're you know, just they, soaked in blood the entire they time. They tear into people with these massive claws, but they're still like, they, they look human. They're definitely like humanoid, mm-hmm. you know. They're shaped the, like a human, the, but they're not quite. Like it just. There is something the, um, animalistic about him. This is a nitpick and not at all an actual criticism. But if you look at the blood on their faces, the entire movie, it's still wet. The The blood never once dries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> I have a theory that, you know, because their teeth are so massive that they have to have their mouth open all the time, they're constantly biting themselves, so they're just bleeding. <laughs> Yeah, none of that was actual, like, no. victim blood. No, it was just <laughs> their own. <laughs> Ow, I bit my lip. Oh, God, that sucks. Oh, it stings. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to eat right for a week. <laughs> yeah, so it's... And, and again, like I said, at the beginning of the movie, they do so many things. Like the, the beginning, we first meet Josh Hartnett's character with um, his deputy. Like I said, he's the sheriff and he has this deputy and they're investigating a pile of burned up satellite phones. So all of the town's satellite phones had been stolen and carried out to, you know, into the tundra, basically, and burned in a pile so that no one could use them. Um, and again, that was the, the familiar character that did that. He mm-hmm. stole all of them and, and got Those, rid of them. There were little moments in the beginning there, like before the shit hit the fan, yeah. where like the, the dog, they were finding the dogs dead, all the sled dogs, yep. and the helicopter got torn apart, and the, the satellite phones like you were talking about. I mm-hmm. loved all of that. The, no, the way that too. all they, the pieces came together and like it, it, you it, could feel shit was going wrong. Right. And you knew, yeah, there was something going to happen. And I mean, even they knew, but it wasn't anything. Individually, those things weren't enough to raise a bunch of red flags. But Mm -hmm. then you put them all together, you have an issue. And I think they started to realize that, but it was just too late because the vampires were... Even the the satellite phones, that's like the very first time that you meet Josh Hartnett's character. It's so early on in the movie, I thought at first, like, oh, this this doesn't matter. This is just them introducing the character, and he's on another case or whatever, just normal day. And then I started to realize, wait a second. (laughs) Yeah. There was some thought and some planning that went into all this, and the vampires are organized. Which Well, the, the familiar is... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, Mr. Teeth. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think that 
going into it, you know, you, you're ready for something really special and you don't necessarily get that because once the vampires do attack the town, it, it does feel very just like, okay, a bunch of people just died and now we're going into the survival mode of every zombie movie you've ever seen where they hole up in an attic Mm-hmm. And and everyone has their their role that they're gonna fill, you know. You got the burly, gun loving dude who's clearly going to die at some point in a blaze of glory, you know, because yeah. he's the cool guy who's he's the favorite prepared. character. Yeah. Um, you got the the dude that doesn't want to be there and just wants to run for it. I mean, they kind of changed that up a little bit because it was an old man with Alzheimer's and he was confused. But, you know, that could have very easily been, you know, a A normal, uh, healthy young guy. Right. Or, you know, a hysterical, you know what I mean? Like a hysterical person who just freaks out and runs off, you know, that sort of thing happens a lot where just one person and then somebody chases after him. Guess what happens to both of them? Fucking dead. They die. You know. And that that does happen. It's just kind of flipped on its head. (laughs) With the Alzheimer's and dementia and Right. So it they add a little bit of flavor to it, but it's really eh, nothing you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, you know, you're not gonna. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think anybody's gonna say this is their favorite movie. <laughs> it, it used to be my favorite vampire movie when I first saw it. I was kind of stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, but taste change changes. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. It. it yeah. I don't know. I. I, I could. I'm not going to hold it against anyone for liking this movie. You know, it's no, not. No, there's a bad plenty movie. to like. Yeah, yeah no, not it's a bad just, movie at all. It's you know, it's just nothing remarkable either. I don't think. So, yeah, just kind of bland all the way yeah, through. Like a, it's a solid movie, but mm-hmm. and enough um, there to keep you interested. Enough there to to be memorable at least. Like right, I'm not going to forget about some parts of this movie anytime soon. Totally, totally, and and I do like it. F- feels like a movie that probably like i i guess i can't say that i was gonna say it feels like a movie that was gonna be pg-13 but wasn't like it it is a rated it it is rated r but it definitely has kind of a if it wasn't for all the gore it would it would have been pg-13 absolutely yeah which i mean i guess kind of goes without saying you know, oh, without the gore, any movie would be PG-13. Sure, yeah. But, I don't know, it just... The, there the, are the, feelings that you get from PG-13 movies and, like, between movies, like especially horror. Yeah, between, like, the dialogue and the, um, the, the certain plot points, it just feels like, yeah, a teenage movie that mm-hmm. kind of got bumped up to adulthood because there was a little more blood than there should have been. Which I mean, don't get me wrong. I <laughs> I do like the gore in this movie. It's very the well gore done. is awesome. And yeah, it, the makeup is amazing. The yeah. special effects. Totally. Um, so that is a positive. Um, <clears throat> I want to I want to talk about the 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 initial 
outbreak, I guess you want to call it, the initial attack, because we sure. kind of just glossed over that. Yeah, we um, did. It's awesome. <laughs> That's the last part of the movie that I remember feeling like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> well, because it happens so fast. And it's it's really well acted all the way around from the vampires and the victims and just totally yeah the 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 editing is amazing and there's like a drone shot at the very end of like an aerial shot yeah of like the, the it's following the street and just looking got... straight down and everybody is murdered and running around and people are just firing guns randomly. Yeah. You got bodies everywhere. You got blood. You know, and it's because it's happening in Alaska. Uh, there's snow everywhere, and just the the red blood on the white snow is such a good contrast. And I yes. love I love a good horror movie that takes place in the winter time and has lots yeah. of gore oh, because yeah. you just see it all. It all stands out so much. It pops, yeah, yeah. I I love that. So that is another thing that this movie has going for it is the setting and what a cool concept, really. Because this is a true, it really is. It is a a, tr- a true. Um, place you know barrow alaska is a but i actually i did a little bit of research before we watched this movie and i found out that the winters are actually uh longer than that they're longer than 30 days they could last up to like 60 oh wow yeah (laughs) of straight i guess i guess it just depends on where you are in alaska right right sometimes in alaska i know some places in alaska it doesn't happen but yeah so it's i don't know i've thought that was kind of interesting yeah um, i i didn't know how often it happened or where it happened or it's a i just thing. knew that some places in the world it did yeah. happen in. and i i don't know i it'd be cool to experience i wouldn't want to live there though i can understand no, why no. you know at the beginning of the movie you have probably about a you know three-fourths of the town leaving yeah it, it, the, the population counter they change it and yeah. uh, Josh Hartnett's character is like, why, why do you do that? And he's like, it's tradition. And yeah. uh, he, he changes it, and it's like 600-something to down to 100-something. Like 150. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so... So they you know, just I'm, leave and go on vacation. <laughs> yeah, basically. Which, I mean, imagine coming back. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. All those people, you know, I mean, yeah. Is just and, you're well, not prepared really, for that. <laughs> at the end, there's not much to come back to. Because <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get into that. That's well, and, some yeah. spoiler territory. I was we'll, say that's, we'll wait for a second. That's actually gonna bring up something that I want to talk about too. Um, so we'll yeah we'll 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 get to that. Um, in the meantime, um, I guess we should maybe mention. So we we talked about blonde chick. Um, and then Josh Hartnett's character, they're, uh, I believe they were married at one point or maybe still I th- are I think and they're, they're just separated. The, yeah. They're just separated because okay. uh, throughout the movie, they like say, uh, wife and husband and yeah. all that. So they, they aren't divorced or anything. Right. They're just so, separated. So they're separated. Um, and that's kind of their there's that B story going on of, you know, figuring out why they separated and, mm. you know, there's kind Re- of really the thing. only character development in the movie. Yeah. And um, it's fine. For, it is. I mean, it, it's, it at has the, its problems, but it's, at the same it, time, they don't really, 
explain much either. They're just like, oh yeah, we separated. No, I'm I, fine with that though. I don't, I don't really need a whole backstory. I just need to know that these people were once together. They aren't anymore. They still love each other secretly. That's all you really need to know. That's true. You don't want a lot of exposition. Um, you know, so many other movies will just dump their entire life story on you. Yeah, I appreciate kind of having the having the mystery almost not really yeah. mystery but because you don't care that much but no you don't enough to kind of keep you hooked yeah i can agree with that um so yeah they so they're that's their you know sort of character arc i guess is that they realize that they do still love each other and that they you know anytime you go through a traumatic event like that you sort of realize what's important yeah right so I guess that's where the, the movie goes with them. Um, a few other characters are uh, Josh Hartnett has a brother. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. He's just the kind of The most annoying character ever. <laughs> he's really just kind of there. Like In the beginning. So the the, the familiar character, he, yeah. the, the slave of the vampires, he gets arrested because he's harassing people in the bar and stuff. And so... He's just chilling in the jail cell, spitting his his hot fire about all oh, you people are all gonna die and they're coming for you and I don't speak to dead men. I love that line. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's doing that and he's antagonizing the brother character who's yeah. sitting there playing Risk with the grandma and some somebody else. I forget who. That's but, blonde chick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but they're playing Risk, and he, the brother character gets so irritated, he picks up one of the tiny little Risk people, and he throws it at him. He throws, him, throws it at the, the familiar guy. Yeah. And he gets... He, he immediately is like, wait, give me that back. You, you can use that to pick the lock, a tiny no, little plastic thing. That's what the the familiar says. He's like, "Oh, thank you for throwing the plastic at me because now I can pick the lock." And the kid's like, "No, wait, give me that back." Nani? <laughs> Surprised Pikachu face like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he runs over and he's like, give me it back. Mom says I don't have to share my toys with you. And he gets and grabbed and strangled him by yeah. him. Damn near killed over a risk piece. And Josh Hartnett has to come in and shoot the guy. How did, how did he get a clean shot on him? I have him no idea. Oh without shooting the brother. He bursts no in the idea. door and the brother is pinned up against the bars because he's getting strangled. Yeah. And he gets shot. In the arm, the familiar guy. Yeah. That's how he lets go. I don't know how he got a clear shot. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's not like the the brother is a lot smaller than the familiar character. Like No, not really. He, he was supposed to be fifteen, but he obviously wasn't. Right. But I mean, but, like, I could understand it if it was like a little kid and the guy's holding him, like, yeah, okay, you're gonna have a clear shot. But this guy's almost yeah. the exact same size. The two of them are almost the same size. <laughs> How are you going to get a clear shot when he has a human shield in front of him? Like, mm-hmm. I yeah, I didn't quite get that either. Um, but that's that's kind of a nitpick. It's whatever. Yeah. It's fine. It doesn't ruin the movie. No, either. not at all. 
but I, I agree that was something that kind of stood out. Um, the once the survivors uh, do go and uh, they hide out in an attic um, to try and you know they and Frank it yeah and um, the what the hell is his name um, I don't know what his name was but one of the dude uh, gets are you talking about the guy under the house yeah 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 so he went in the initial outbreak um, he, his wife was taken right yeah the the van it was actually a really cool scene it was awesome yeah i think it was the very first time like shit really kicked off that like, was when you really got shit off yeah yeah um it, but a vampire comes bursting through the window while she's in the kitchen and the shot that where he's like rising up and then it zooms in on her face it was amazing it gave me chills yeah um but he grabs her and just bolts out the window and the husband grabs his gun and runs after him and yeah. it's it's crazy well because they were the dragged guys... and screaming for him yeah and they actually like do manage to grab onto each other and she's just like being attacked from the waist down mm-hmm. while holding onto her husband like help me you know and that's yeah. just that's such she... a, a scary situation to be in and yeah you put yourself just... in their shoes like Oh. The ener- the energy of that that uh, initial outbreak. Yeah, yeah you it's just fantastic because it's, so, it's it's literally it's like a blitzkrieg. You know, it's just somebody hits you hard and fast, and you were not prepared. Like you were you not. Ready you don't for know this. what's happening. Yeah, you, you, you just know them. grab a gun and run. <laughs> yeah, like none of them knew. Which at the same time begs the question: How is it that the people who do survive and end up going to the attic? are just chilling at the diner while all of this is going I, I don't know. I think I don't I don't think that they were chilling at the diner the whole time necessarily cuz remember at that point when they show them in the diner the brother is there with them. And that's after like the police station got hit off screen and the grandma died and I so I think they regrouped at the diner so they like got attacked other places and then ran to the diner but how long had those people been there is what i want like i mean just i'm I'm thinking i'm thinking of that drone shot that you were talking about where it's an Mm -hmm. aerial shot and you just see the vampires are everywhere they're tearing into everything yeah people places like i don't know why the diner wasn't touched you know and i get it's a small group of vampires it's not that many of them but the way they were wrecking everything i just feel yeah. like there shouldn't have been any place that they weren't they didn't touch yeah <laughs> which i realized they didn't i guess they didn't stay at the diner real long no they they got out of there pretty quick but still you're right it just yeah it felt like okay and i understand you have to have safe points at some point but well if you think about it the the police station that got hit and then the grandma died, and this the brother got out of there. So maybe yeah. the diner also got hit previously, and now it's safe. Because later on, the police station That's is true. Safe. They don't, yeah. They don't have enough people to just stand watch, I guess. Yeah. So they, but, they pre- it probably got hit earlier, and now it's safe. Anyways, it, again, kind of a nitpick. Um, just something that I noticed was like, okay, these people are just kind of chilling here. Well, I've I've 
I, I noticed something similar. I, I know I keep talking about how the end is not as good as the beginning, but towards yeah. the end, they start to just kind of teleport places. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, like, yeah. I, um, I, I don't remember much of the the last third, really, except for like the climax. Yeah. I. Yeah, the survivors, because their their whole thing is they can't move from place to place without um, snowfall, because without like whiteout snowfall. Yeah, right. They need a blizzard to happen because then they can move without being detected, which yeah, makes they, sense. They get cover. Yeah, right. But then the blizzards just like come and go, which I guess I don't know a lot about Alaska. Maybe that is how it works. But mm-hmm. whiteout conditions to me, like those last for a while and then they don't come back, you know, until something else happens, yeah. I guess. You need more snowfall in order for more whiteout to happen. So I I don't know. It maybe it does make sense. It just seemed like it seemed like plot armor, you know, kinda like, Oh, well, we need them to move, so we're gonna have it snow. Like Yeah, af- well after that initial whiteout, like when they left the attic. They yeah. went to the, the the store or something like the, the general store. store. Yeah, yeah, and uh, when they moved between those two places, there was a whiteout, so they got the cover. But then after that, I don't think they ever got that snow again. Right, and this at <laughs> and least they not were still moving just fine. At least not snow of that magnitude. Like that no, first yeah. whiteout scene, like you can tell they're moving slowly there's snow everywhere wind is blowing like crazy like yeah okay nobody is going to be able to see them and even if they do they're not going to be able to get a good read on them for long you know yeah like Mm -hmm. it's easy to lose somebody in a in a whiteout blizzard yeah oh yeah um so that made sense but then every time they moved after that it did seem like okay your cover's not great but no, you're still they, not being seen either, really. Like sometimes they addressed it, kind of. Where like we we need a distraction, which is right. why uh, Josh Hartnett went to the uh, pot pot farm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get the UV light, mm-hmm. which was actually kind of cool. I liked that. A oh, totally. Bit. The only thing I didn't like about that was okay. So just before that, they had to just before they came up with that plan. They had a little girl zombie attack at the convenience store. Vampire. Or zombie. Vampire, sorry. <laughs> I know. I was afraid that I was going to do that all the time. Um, they had a little zombie vampire. Damn it. <laughs> little girl vampire. I did it twice. Little girl vampire attacked them at the convenience store, and uh, one of the people gets bit. Um, one of the survivors gets bit and you know starts to change and he's the person who's hiding the the being bit you know the, that stereotypical uh, the zombie movie thing. cliche yeah yeah um we should have counted them in the movie yeah it'd make we, should, a good, we should have made a tally list it actually would make a de- decent drinking game i think <laughs> <laughs> um but anyways so he the person who got bit comes up with the plan of okay what if somebody made a distraction so that you guys could book it to the police station and josh hartnett's like oh well i'll go but 
then immediately after all that happens and we get back to the police station and everybody's safe, you know, except for the couple people that do die because they have to, um, then that person who got bit is like, hey, I'm bit. I don't want to live. Kill me. I don't want to live forever. Kill me. Like, I liked that line, though. I, I, I do see where you're yes, going with it, and I, I, liked, I agree with you. I liked but. that. That was definitely good motivation, but why the hell wasn't he the one? Why couldn't he tell them at the convenience store, being like, guys, I got bit. Let me be the distractor, and I will... You know, oh, save and then you guys. I'll, I'll I'll let them kill me then. Right, too. I'll let them kill me because they want to kill me anyways. Because they even spe- the vampires are not keeping anyone who turns alive. They specifically said, uh, at don't one turn point, them. You have don't to turn remove them. the head. Turn, right. don't turn them. Yeah, because I'm. You kind of have to. You do kind of have to infer what the vampires' plan is a little bit because. They don't specifically I'm, tell you, which I'm, I'm fine, fine with. with that. Yeah, they don't. But they don't really need a plan. It's just kind of a like you said, I'm, all you can eat buffet. I'm guessing, right? I'm not. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just guessing that their plan was to come in, eat, and leave. They don't want to turn anybody because they're, you know, already having a hard time feeding the amount of people that they do have. They oh, want yeah. to add more to that. So, and then that's on why top they, of that. On top of that, having a whole town of vampires right. draw a lot of attention. Draw a lot of attention. <laughs> and they, and they don't want attention. They want right. to stay in the shadows. They even say that towards right. the end. Right. So I, I get that, you know. So why does this dude wait to tell them? Like, that's three deaths right there that probably could have been prevented. If that yeah. dude would have just been like, hey, I'll be the one that's going to distract him because I want to die anyways. Maybe he just didn't think that he had enough time because he, he was getting kind of like twitchy and... I mean, and maybe, but... Bath salty. The fact that he was the one who came up with the idea to create a distraction. <laughs> like... <laughs> maybe he was a vampire. Maybe he was bad at that point. And he was, he was luring them into a trap. I'm Maybe. making excuses for the movie. <laughs> and yeah. then he snapped out of it. And he snapped like, hey, out. guys, yeah. kill me. Okay. That so. is not what happened. No way. <laughs> yeah. no. They did not play it off like that at all. <laughs> so, yeah, it just, you know, again, those types of things where it's just like, that's, that's kind of poor writing. You know, you're yeah. going to have that character get bit want to die but then not tell anybody until after other people have already died like immediately after too it was it right. was they got to the police station and immediately he was like hey kill me <laughs> yeah like cuz some lady makes a comment of like oh there's only 6 of us and he's like well there's only going to be 5 soon <laughs> like, some of the dialogue in this movie was questionable <laughs> Like, like that little girl vampire at the convenience store. Oh, yes. Her lines, awful. She she was eating somebody. That's when they found her. And yeah. she was like, I'm done playing with this one. I, can I play with you now or something? Yeah, and something like super just... Super cheesy. And those are the, the type nose. of things. Those are the type of, type of lines that made me think, okay, maybe they were going for PG-13. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just... Because that's the type of shit you see. Like, it's trying so hard to be scary, mm-hmm. but it's not. <laughs> yeah, like, it, that that's that's very, like, teenager 
yeah going out like first date kind of thing yeah. like those are the type of movies there those are the type of lines you would give somebody if it was your first time writing a movie you know yeah like oh yeah <laughs> it's the kind of stuff that i put in my scripts <laughs> yeah it's right yeah it's stuff that we write <laughs> we're shit um but it's also I, it also depends on the delivery and i don't know that that child actor has gotten much work since this movie <laughs> i don't know i think she's the newest big child star newest justin bieber is she on nickelodeon i don't know <laughs> disney yeah i'm vampire girl yeah you're watching disney channel <laughs> <laughs> Got the blood all over her face, white background she, still. She uses, you know how they do the, the wand thing to make the Mickey Mouse yeah, yeah. She uses the blood, she just like wipes up some of it and like creates it on the screen. <laughs> Makes the screeching sounds. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, um, is, it was just stuff like that though. Yeah, just little stuff that just kind of but, piles up and doesn't... It takes you out of it. This, they used a fucking Wilhelm scream in this movie. Did they really? Yeah. I didn't notice that. It was really... It was actually during that initial... There was one, one problem with that initial zombie... Fuck. Vampire attack. <laughs> wow, I was really worried that I was going to call them uh, zombies, I'm, but... I'm doing it. Um, you're fucking up big time. Yeah, I am. I Get really your shit am. together. I'll try. Um... Yeah, it was during that initial vampire attack. Uh, the dude, one dude, gets like thrown off a roof or something, and it's the Wilhelm scream. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it takes you right out of it. Like sometimes that works. Sometimes it's great, and you love hearing it. You know, I'll more, never more get tired of like hearing comedies or dark comedies or yeah, self-aware or, movies, almost. or even like sci-fi movies. I will never get tired of hearing the Wilhelm scream coming from a stormtrooper like that's true yeah i'll never get tired yeah. of it but in a movie like this really <laughs> it, just... it does not belong in this movie no though, especially there yeah like if if what you're saying is true i don't remember it and i'm not that i don't trust you but <laughs> i promise you it was there yeah it it just it does it sucks you right out of it so it's just little decisions like that like they did not need to put that in there but no. they did. <laughs> you never need a Wilhelm scream. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. It, and I guess we probably should mention um, that this movie is based on a graphic novel. Um, oh, really? I didn't know that. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So. Oh, wait. No, I remember reading that in the credits. I, I read it and I was like, hmm, and then forgot about it. Yeah. So it is based on a graphic novel. I'm sure that probably goes into more detail about what's going on. Um, you get a little bit more lore. Uh, I'll be honest, I've never read it. Um, I haven't either. It's right up my alley, though. I love I graphic say, it's, novels. Yeah, and it is um, such a cool concept. I'd be interested in reading it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'd... I, I don't read books, and I love graphic novels. <laughs> I love graphic novels too. Um, and by the way, actually, well real written. quick, sh real quick shout out: Batman White Knight is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, moving on. 
Um, I take it you just read that? Yes, I just read that. <laughs> I, I got on my Batman kick. I, I go in phases, you know that. Oh, I, I do. I, I, I just watch, I marathon all the movies and stuff, which, okay, we're going to go off on a little tangent here. But yeah. I, during my Batman kick, I rewatched the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, which oh, you know in the past I have said I very much dislike. But... I going back on this. I liked them. They were amazing. <laughs> they were so good. I, I stand by. I stand by certain things that I've said about them, like the Dark Knight, the first third of that movie, the the first like thirty minutes, thirty to forty minutes don't matter, and they could have been shortened down. But everything with the Joker in it is so fucking good. Well, I think that's what everyone remembers from those movies. Exactly. But there's like 40 minutes in the beginning that is so boring and you just want to get to the good parts. Yeah. And I stand by that, that people people need to remember the boring part of that movie. Fair enough. And Dark Knight I... Rises kind of sucked too. Oh, yeah. To- totally. I, but that I, one wasn't very good. <laughs> I truly believe that they didn't get to make the movie they really wanted to because they had to change course because of what happened to Heath Ledger. Like, they weren't going to replace him as the Joker, oh, yeah. but I'm sure they were going to reuse him. Their original plan was to make more of the Joker because that was such an amazing character. And um, performance, yeah. Yeah, and performance, like... I'm sure they were going to use more of that and couldn't because he died and they weren't yeah. going to replace him. So I'm guessing, yeah, I don't, sense. I don't know, but I'm guessing that's probably what happened. It, um, it felt it, the end of the dark Knight felt like they were trying to kind of tease more at least. Yeah. Like it, 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 it definitely it felt complete. like it wasn't the end of his story. Yeah. It, it was complete, but it, there was still more to be yeah. told. So, I mean, I, yeah, I think that's, it's, it's been so long since I've seen those movies. Um, yeah, it had been for me too. It, I know I only saw the dark Knight rises once in theaters. So dark Knight you know. rises is the longest one and it shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I always give the dark Knight shit for being way too long which it is but dark knight rises is like a full 15 to 30 minutes longer yeah and it's crazy <laughs> yeah so I, I yeah not i love i did really like batman begins um what did you guess say I, sorry uh batman begins i did like that yeah. one a lot yeah um, that, that one's kind of underrated people yeah. don't dislike it but they don't talk about it either yeah and i feel like i mean it's you know, it's another Batman origin story, but it's still, like, I think a really good movie. They really nailed the character. Yeah. Well, and so many of the characters in there. You know, mm-hmm. um, Ra's al Ghul and uh, uh, Lucius Fox, you know, just characters that you might not necessarily, if you're just a casual fan or even someone who's never, you know, really know any of the background of Batman. You know, you might know the Joker, you might know the Riddler, but you're not going to know Ra's al Ghul. You're not going to know Lucius. Like yeah, those are if... characters that really got to shine in that movie. 
Um, oh yeah. I mean, even the scarecrow, like the that having that villain, what a cool villain. Yes. One yes, of my favorite he, Batman villains. He isn't like super prominent in the movie either. Like he no. is like when when he he shows up, he really shines. Yeah. But he's only in like three or four scenes total. Yeah. Right. He really isn't the main bad guy. And but I still I mean, I, I think it helps that I do really like Killian Murphy, the actor yes. that plays him. But <laughs> you know, that kind of you know, shouldn't change the fact that it is a good character and just a good movie. Yes. Um anyways, back to this not great Bat- movie. Batman <laughs> tangent. <laughs> um where were we? What were we even talking about? I, I, I was running out of things to say, honestly. So well, I maybe just we should go, bring up Batman. Maybe we should talk about the ending then. Maybe we should talk about the ending. Okay. Well, um, hold on, hold on. Actually, I want to. I want to talk about the uh, the guy who the, the douchebag who was bitten and didn't. And oh yeah, yeah. That's his what motivation we were for about. wanting to die. I want to talk about that. A yeah, little bit go for because it. that was really cool. He's he's basically saying like my my wife and kid were killed in a drunk driving accident and I have lived my life knowing that I will see them again once I die and I'm content with that and I want that and he's bitten and he's like I don't let me live forever please yeah <laughs> the, that, that was so powerful and what a cool amazing. Well, and we even like they even kind of lead up to it at the beginning of the movie because when at the beginning, when Josh Hartnett is uh, kind of investigating all these weird things that are going on on around town, uh, he meets that guy um, at like the—I don't even know what it is exactly. It's like the waste management plant, I think, for the town. Um, and, Could be. Uh, I don't know. Something like that. And uh, uh, he meets up with him there, and he sees that he has his like little section of his work area covered in pictures of his family and he's like oh well you know when how come you ever you never bring them up here how come you never get to see them uh and the guy's like oh i will sometime eventually oh um, yeah that's tr- I didn't he has a little that. yeah really they nice. have this little like foreshadowing um and then when he does get bit and he tells them like like what you said he says something like, uh, that's why I have their pictures all over my wall, because that's the only time I get to see them. Um, and it, it is. It's just like a nice moment and a cool little for, character for building. a throwaway character, too. Yeah, like, right. He, he has no real real reason to have that little character thing, but yeah. it, it's, it's good nonetheless. And I think if more characters would have had that, and if more... You know, just little things like that. You add little things like that in there, and it can really add to the emotional depth of your movie, I feel like. They they were trying to in the beginning, because, like, um, Josh Hartnett, he gives the a ticket to the, the, the big, burly, muscular yeah. man who likes guns and goes out in a blaze of glory in the end. We were talking about him. Yeah. Um, he gives a ticket to him, and his partner is like, why, why'd you do that? You really didn't have to. It, it was minor parking offense or whatever Mm -hmm. and um josh hartnett is like he he lives outside of town all the way outside of town it this makes him feel like he's uh involved with other people's lives basically this makes him feel part of the 
this reminds him that he's part of our community, like that yeah. kind of thing. And that that was that was kind of nice. It was. And I was yeah. looking forward to that more like that, and right, it really didn't. Well, and all I wish I was gonna say I wish it would have, especially with that character. Um, I guess I wish they would have done more than just like a throwaway line of oh he lives outside of town like okay how about show him getting into a disagreement with you know somebody who lives in town and they're like oh well you don't even live here you know something like that just something to give him a little bit more of a reason to feel like he does belong because you know otherwise it's just sort of josh hartnett telling us that he doesn't belong and and we have to believe him yeah. right okay so i mean i i definitely like that they did it i just wish they would have gone a little bit further with it um because yeah it just it makes you connect with the characters a little bit more you feel just makes them feel a little more real yeah like they have little subtleties and, mm-hmm. and actual again, motivations i think they do that for the most part but then there are characters and you're always going to have some characters that you just don't connect with you know, or that just mm-hmm. aren't especially when you have important. so many, right? Like, like in this movie, there's so many that don't do anything and don't really need to be there. But I kind of wish because it it sucks that the two people, well, three, I guess one of the one of the survivors uh, at the end is the, um, Josh Hartnett's brother, and then the other two are throwaway characters, basically. Like we don't there were those two women that he was with at the waste management plant or yeah. whatever that place is. Um, they're just there. And like, who are these people? <laughs> you don't even know who the survivors are at the end of the movie. Like, I would love to have a little bit more connection with them, especially, you know, well, even, even if you, if you don't have like, characters and instead they're just kind of empty husks of people um i think if they went for like a a, a tone or a a theme of community yeah then that would have been nice because yeah in your community you're not going to know everybody right you you still should look out for them and they they really didn't touch on anything about community or sticking together or anything right. at all. Well, and even and I feel like that could have helped. Even like think about it. These this is such a small town. There's only a you know few hundred people living there. Even when there's even when the sun is shining, you know, during these this winter month or this you know thirty days a night. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's even you did that. yeah <laughs> well, okay um <laughs> you know you're those people Fuck. um I've, I've, because there are even fewer amount of people than there now during that time i feel like they're gonna know each other you know i feel like there's going to be more of a connection between them um and there just wasn't you know living in a small town that I'm living in right now, I recognize people, you know, even if I don't know who they are, I recognize them. I know that they live here, you know, so give me a little bit more of that sense of community, a little bit more of that coming from someone other than Josh Hartnett, who just, you know, because he's the sheriff, I guess, knows everybody. And he's the poster boy of the 
town. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves him. Everybody listens to him. Right. So, I don't know. That's kind of my feelings about it, I guess. Um, yeah. Just you more, wanted... more of a community theme mm-hmm. is all we're getting at. Yeah. That's the, that's the theme of our ideas. <laughs> right. And so, I just feel like the movie doesn't have as much of an emotional impact as it should especially for how it ends like i i like the ending i do too Let, let's talk let's talk about how it ends okay so they, they 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 get trapped in the waste management facility or whatever it is the the, the plant of some kind it's like and called a, they call it a utilidor or something like that i don't really know yeah, what that is i don't know um blonde girl is trapped under a car with some kid that they found and the vampires are burning down the town because they don't want any sign that they were there like i said they wanted to stay in the shadows and they don't they don't want it to be known that they exist and if a whole town was randomly murdered by things then that's going to be kind of a red flag to the rest of the world just yeah. a little bit maybe i don't know right um, so they decide to burn it burn it all down and uh, so Josh Hartnett is trying to get blonde girl out of there with the kid, and he can't leave because the zombie or the vampires are um, puppy dog guarding, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I sound well, unenthusiastic, it's because I kind of am. <laughs> yeah, they make the excuse that if Josh Hartnett were to run out there, then he would give away the position of the last few survivors that are there, and that's why he can't just oh, go running. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're but, right, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that I would buy that. Like, Yeah, because... There were, there were people that they were just finding randomly throughout the right. whole movie. <laughs> right. They could have, you know. So you could have just been hiding there. Right. And sure, they would maybe look, but I, I don't know. I guess it just, maybe. I, maybe it I works. Maybe it's just, I just, I don't know. feels kind of wishy-washy to me. His partner was somehow infected with the vampire disease and so he kills him and injects his blood into his own so that he starts to get vampire powers and can fight back but it's early enough that he still has his his wits about him right because it Um, they found out that it took or they realized that it took everyone else a little bit to actually like totally turn yeah go crazy yeah but they, they they still had they had turned Teeth. into a vampire, they, but they, they hadn't lost their mind yet. I guess. See, I, I don't I don't get it though because up to this point they don't know that they have like vampire strength or anything. They never tested that. Yeah. They just know that they got the teeth and started acting funny. So well, that's not for totally all they true. Know, Josh Hartnett is going to. The vampires did flip the vehicle that they were in. No, no, th- those were the full vampires though i'm talking about the oh, people who the, were turning the turn they didn't yeah. they didn't know that if they had vampire strength or not that's maybe true they were just super sick people with weird teeth yeah that's true or maybe you don't get the powers until you drink blood you know something like that yeah, something like that they they don't really know but it works yeah. so and 
it was kind of cool. So if it did well, go on, even if it did go on a little long, I was gonna say it, it. Two things. It happens a lot in this movie where they kind of make a plan and they're like, "Let's hope it works," and it just does because they don't know anything about the vampires. Because again, they don't understand what the vampires are saying so they can't learn anything from them so that is kind of a nice a nice nice little thing so they just go off of like conventional vampire wisdom of oh sunlight kills them um they also kind of piece together that hey they would have uh just come here themselves not sent the familiar guy uh if they could be in the sunlight and Mm-hmm. so they're like okay sunlight must kill him you know those kind of things they kind of piece together themselves and it does work out that's nice um but yeah anyways continue <laughs> um yeah he josh hartnett punches the main vampire's brain out he kalimas his brain and it's kind of cool even if it goes on a little long goes on for the fight scene goes on for like three minutes and it's just shaky cam nonsense where they're just punching each other and doing yeah. crazy vampire stuff it's cool for a little bit but it, it's it's a fine ending but it didn't give me the the the, the 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 hype that they wanted wanted it to well i was the whole time i was watching it i'm thinking like this is a vampire who's been a vampire for how many hundreds of years? Who knows? You know, clearly he knows what he's doing. He's um, overpowered all these other vampires to the point right. of them fearing him. This guy who just became a vampire and hasn't, you know, drank any blood, he's weak. Like, he's going to kill him? Yeah. And the other vampires... I thought, I thought that too. I also thought, like, why aren't the other vampires fighting too? Like... There was a whole group I, I, of them. I thought of that as like a honor thing. Like, oh, he's our leader. We don't step in and help him because it, he's better than us. He's bigger than us. He, uh, we dishonor him if we think that he can't handle it by himself. I guess. Some bullshit like that. Even after he dies, they just walk away. They're like, oh, shit. All right, see ya. Yeah. Like, Again, kind of just honor thing, I guess. You I you bested our leader in battle. Here's um, have 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 a good life. If I was a vampire, I'd I'd fuck that. <laughs> we we promise not to hurt any other towns. Uh-huh. Which was a threat. That's why they needed to kill them. They said that in the movie. They were like, they're they're gonna go to other towns. They're gonna do this to other people. Yeah. And he killed one vampire so that means none of the other ones are gonna find another leader or anything right no one else is gonna get elected new leader they're gonna be like yeah that was a great feast that we got to have but mm, nah nah (laughs) not gonna try it again (laughs) which actually brings me to uh kind of a weird thing this movie has a sequel yeah i I have not seen it. Nope. I have no plans to see it. And I have no plans to make plans to see it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can agree with that. I've got no interest in seeing I, that movie. I don't even know what it would be 
Um, I'm sure it would be much worse than this. Which much worse. We've been complaining about, but really, it's not a bad movie. No, I um, liked it fine. This is honestly the the first movie that we've talked about that I feel like is an actual complete movie. If I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. We, we've talked about what Buffy, which was fine. It, it was so bad it's good. Yeah. Um, we've talked about uh, Dracula. Yeah. Um, which I never want to think about again. And we've talked about this, yeah. which well, and even was the movie, even the movies that we talked about, but haven't like the the episodes that we did that aren't going to be released because we couldn't get them to work because we fucked up <laughs> yeah because <laughs> we're learning on the fly here and yeah I am no help when it comes to editing <laughs> that's all you brother <laughs> but yeah yeah we talked about Prometheus which that that is fine I like that movie I know you don't really but yeah. I I like it um and we talked about Hollow Man which again I don't ever want to think about ever yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean this probably is the best movie we've talked about, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess that's saying something. Maybe we need to see better movies to talk about. <laughs> um but I think it's more well, fun to make fun of and kind of tear apart Bad movies. Bad movies, yeah. <laughs> it's way more fun to talk about bad movies, or to watch bad movies, how about that? Than I it think it's, to yeah, yeah. watch good ones. That, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about the, the, the for real ending real quick. Oh, sure. So Josh Hartnett is all vamped out, and he's like, I, we gotta kill me, so... We're gonna watch the sunset together with blonde lady. Mm-hmm. Him, him, and blonde lady go and watch the sunset together, or sunrise together. Well, because he promised her that they would watch the sunrise mm-hmm. together when they, when they were trapped under the car. Yeah, he was like, uh, "Sunrises tomorrow, we'll be watching it together," which I thought was a pretty cool line. Yeah, and I think it's a pretty cool ending. It is. It is nice, and it does look cool. Um it does make me wonder, like, I mean, he was able to fight that for quite a while. Yeah, but I'm I'm fine with it. It's fine. I, I, <laughs> it was I a mean, sweet yes, ending. So. It's, right, it's, it's a bittersweet type of thing, but it does make you wonder, could he have survived? You know, could he have been like a blade type situation where, yeah. you know, he... Maybe he could have fought it. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody had really tried up to that point. Nobody had had fully turned in the entire movie. I think the one that kind of went a little buggy. I think the only person who had been a vampire long enough to get like the full effect of it was that dude who was stuck under the house. Yeah, that Josh Hartnett had to pull out, Um, and and he did start attacking. Well, he didn't even really start attacking though. He was just kind of shambling towards him, menacing. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, enough to kill him. I would have killed him too, but Right. So, I mean, yeah, I guess you'll never know. We'll never know. Yeah. Um, the effect was really good though of him him 
Yes, that was really cool. Thanos snapping in out of existence. <laughs> Basically, yeah. He got dusted. And I, I love the music that's going on, and the music is the only thing you hear. The the entire last like two minutes, no dialogue whatsoever. Yeah. It's just them sitting there watching the sunrise, holding each other and him. And I dying. think Yeah, and I think that um that's probably the best instance of movie in the whole wow the best instance of music in the whole movie i think i'm getting tired man (laughs) i think i'm getting tired like i don't know what my deal is i cannot talk today i do Um, agree with you though that that was really good music i did not care for the music in this movie i didn't remember it at all it's a lot of industrial like wannabe nine inch nails type music oh that makes um, sense. It, it, I guess that fits the movie. But yeah, and it just like I said, I didn't remember any of it. So yeah, couldn't yeah. have been that good. There were not even that it wasn't good. It, it, there were a couple points where it was so bad it stood out to me. Where it was just like, really? yeah, huh. where it just hit my ear wrong, and I was like, mm, this is annoying. There's one I, point where it just sounds like somebody's banging on a garbage can. And that's yeah. like the okay. only sound that's happening. Like that's I, I think I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be like this it's a dramatic moment of like, oh, is she gonna make it kind of thing? And you just yeah. hear like like fucking rickety cricket playing on the <laughs> the garbage cans. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I got these steel drums, guys. <laughs> oh, it's God. all hips and nips. <laughs> Gotta be sexier. I don't eat. What yeah. a masterpiece of a show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Overall, uh, you know, decent movie. I, I, I think people should check it out. I think it's one that... I could definitely see some people connecting with it. Um, I, you know, like I said at the beginning, I don't think it'll be anyone's favorite movie. You know, no. I'm sure somebody will say that it is, but um, I, I respect you if you like it. It's a yeah respectable movie. Yeah, totally. And like it, I said, it used to be my favorite vampire movie. Yeah. Um. It's a it's a vampire movie that you know kind of wants to be a zombie movie um a little too much because it does Mm. just hit the zombie movie cliches cliches so much uh and so well like it it just kind of i mean fuck we've been mixing it up i've i've been mixing it up this whole time (laughs) oh i was doing it during the movie don't you worry i think i got it out of my system i did it once during the podcast but (laughs) but anyways next time yeah you 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 say it i forget what we're doing oh okay (laughs) well for our next movie uh we have it planned but i forget because this is uh so much of a zombie-esque vampire movie um we decided we were going to do uh stakeland which That's is right, yeah. kind of a uh, lesser-known vampire movie, um, but it's, it's even classic. more, even more of a va- uh, vampire-zombie hybrid. 
Yeah, it's it's a movie. vampire vampire apocalypse movie. Yeah, um, it, the vampires are brainless zombies, basically. Yep. Um, and um, it's been a few years since I've seen it. Me too. Um, I've seen it twice, but it's I, been a long time. I think I've seen it probably three, maybe four times. Um, but they were all pretty close together. Uh, like it's mm-hmm. been a three year period probably. So yeah, it's been quite a while since I've seen it. Um, but I remember really liking it. Me too. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see if it changes at all. Yeah. I, I, I rem- guess I should I also came preface, out with a sequel too, which I never watched. I did. It was bad. Oh, <laughs> it was horrible. Okay. All right. Not even a little bit good. That's too bad. Um, well, I, I should preface the fact that uh, I saw this movie three or four times, but um, it was during a period of my life where I was on a lot of painkillers. So <laughs> uh, it, you know, not much has stuck with me. I'm sure it'll all come flooding back to me as I watch it, but uh, in the meantime, there's not much that's stuck in my brain about it. So <laughs> we'll see. Um, I'm excited. But yeah, I am too. Uh, and then after we do watch that, we can decide, you know, are we going to do more of these vampire movies? Because that's kind of our thing right now. Or because it's a vam- uh, vampire zombie hybrid type thing, we could start sashaying into some zombie movies. Uh, I like that idea a lot. And there is a plethora of zombie movies to choose from. Yes, and they are almost all the same. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am notorious for disliking zombie movies. Zombie movies are... Maybe that's something we should talk about here. Zombie movies, to me, are a genre of movie all on their own um, in that I don't think people watch them uh, for, like, you know, they're not high-quality cinema. Um, people watch them because it's almost cathartic you know it's it's seeing these just just bashing a zombie's brains in is there anything better <laughs> than just see you know taking your aggression out on this mindless walking corpse and that's where people really get their love for zombie movies i think that's why zombie movies have been so lasting and so influential because it's just that raw animalistic need to take out your aggression on something that isn't human. (laughs) See, I find that very interesting because in my experience, most zombie movies have a ham fisted political like message where it's like, we're all zombies and we're, we, we are the zombies. Um, yeah. So I think you're a psychopath, and you just want to bash people's brains in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, joking. I fully agree <laughs> with you. I, I totally see where you see where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I mean, you're right. Most most of them do have that sort of message, um, but I. That's because the best zombie movies come from George A. Romero, who. Uh, you know, like those, uh, those movies, the, the Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, um, Day of the Dead, 
I have seen one of them. I really? saw Night of the Night of the Living Dead, and that oh. is the only one that I've seen. They all definitely were centered around. Uh, it was political, but it wasn't necessarily like. I don't feel like it was ham-fisted. I don't feel like it was beating I you remember, over the head with it. I remember hearing, was it Day of the Dead? Yeah. Was was pretty bad. Yeah. That that <laughs> the one where the the zombies were holding guns and talking. And yeah. Stuff. They sort of the zombies start to gain back some of their humanity the longer they are zombies, like they can kind of learn. Um, yeah. And that yeah. It it's it all depends on what you're looking for in a movie. Um, I I think it's something interesting that's worth looking into, and I think that George Romero did a fantastic job of. You know, I'm not going to bash a a legend on this podcast. Oh, like yeah, the no. guy the guy does an amazing job. Did an amazing uh, job of making movies and I respect the hell out of what he did and how he did it. Uh, he was so low budget and so, uh, just kind of a renegade, like wanted to do his own thing and staunchly stood by that. So, um, you know, no, it didn't always work, but it was always an interesting ride with him. So, Mm. you know, um, but yeah, I, I get where you're coming from too. It, a lot of movies after him took the wrong message and just felt like they yeah, had to have I, some sort of, I just don't like the general population of zombie movies. <laughs> some of them, there are some, some good ones, some really good ones yeah. when they're good, they're good, but I would love, they are. I would love for us to do a comparison kind of a compare and contrast type thing of um the 28 days 28 days later 28 weeks later movies um because i do enjoy both of those yes i love both of those movies um for different reasons yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and damn it i want 28 months later <laughs> yeah it, it it's written and everything it's just never happened never I, will probably do i fucking want that movie um but yeah I, th- I, I think it's written actually i might be wrong about that i i followed it for a little bit but then i quit because i realized it wasn't happening yeah yeah i don't know i guess i've heard both sides of it multiple times where it's like yeah it'll happen someday we just got to find the right situation to do it Mm -hmm. um and then i've also heard the yeah maybe don't take our word on that (laughs) yeah um so who knows maybe it'll happen but i'm not gonna hold my breath for it nah especially now like yeah those movies are so old and they're 28 days at least is is a classic Mm mm-hmm yeah, I, I don't know. Um, then we could also talk about, you know, we could go into the various different types of zombie movies that we're talking, or that mm-hmm. there are. You know, uh, you know, are we are we talking a viral outbreak that, you know, 
it's not just reanimating corpses. It's sick people, sick people with some sort of virus. Uh, there's reanimated corpses. There's Return of the Living Dead. Have you ever seen those movies? I have not. No. We should watch one of those. We should watch the first one. I, I think you would get a kick. Actually, out of I don't. I don't think so. Which which ones are those? Remind me. Jog Return. My Return of the Living Dead is the. They're kind of comedies. Uh, I mean, they're mostly, especially the sequels are comedies. Um, but they're uh, uh, brains. Like that's. Oh, uh, yeah. That's okay. where that. Comes I, from. I haven't. I haven't seen them, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's that's that where the, that comes the, from. Is is that the Peter Jackson ones? No, make... no, no, no. That's uh, Dead Alive. Oh, okay. Or uh, Brain Dead, depending on where you live. Hmm. Um, One of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, another really good movie. Uh, zombie movie. No, the Return of the Living Dead is actually um, I forget his name, but it was the uh, the writer for Alien. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what his name is, but yeah. Uh, totally Weird. different. I uh, I think we should watch it. Um, I mean, yeah, that can totally be one. That's... I mean, we're going to have we're going to have to watch what four. <laughs> we watch yeah. four zombie movies, so or for vampire. I'm ah, sorry. There you go. I'm sorry. There you go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I failed you. I'm going to Oh. Oh. <laughs> Chill out, Dobby. <laughs> Rest in peace, my boy Dobby. <laughs> Alright. Um Yeah, so I guess that's that's probably it. Uh we said we were gonna have a better outro this time and I think we failed, so <laughs> Nah, we fucked that up. <laughs> okay, this has been Eggcast. Bye, everybody!